Tonight on the Legend of Things podcast, somebody forgets to plug in the audio mixer. It sounds like we are recording with cardboard boxes on our heads while playing in traffic. How about them apples? My throat hurts. Here's some apples. How about them bananas? Here's three bananas, three apples, four avocados. There's four avocados, Mm -hmm. three limes, one lemon. Why only one lemon? There were two. What happened to it? It goes eaten, I think. (gasps) And then like nine... Sandwiches. um, Whatever these are. They're called cuties. Cuties. It's really terrifying when you look at it. They have a zipper face. Yeah, they're... uh, their peel is a there, on it. Oh. And then they're smiling on the inside. And that's weird. So after you skin the thing... They're happy. They're happy. Yeah, That's pretty normal, actually. I don't think that's true at all. It's pretty normal. I think it's the opposite. Oh. That's just an assumption, though. My throat hurts. Good. As it should. Uh, after all those dongles. I know. It's about to get sore one of these days. One of these days. <laughs> it's just a repetition thing. Uh, all right. <clears throat> You ready? Sure. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect smoothie slurp right there. Inhaled a little bit. Little smoothie never killed anybody. That's not fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like an arsenic smoothie would kill somebody. There are many ways, I would imagine. To be killed by a smoothie? Mm-hmm. Brain freeze. Yeah. It could just be frozen and... You get hit in the head with it. It's not a smoothie if it's bro- completely frozen. It was a frozen smoothie. No, it was a smoothie. Yeah. So I it guess. Was it's frozen. I suppose. It, t- it loses the smooth quality. Mm. It's just like an icy at that point. It's probably pretty smooth on the outside. Like ice. Good point. Slippery. <laughs> not necessarily smooth. Sometimes. Um, <clears throat> Unless it was full of rocks and sand. Like a glazier. Yeah. Yeah. One of those things that are melting. Whatever. Allegedly. Welcome to The Legend of Things. Welcome to episode 59 of The Legend of Things. I'm Sean. I am still Jonathan. Yeah. For Robbie's now. still Robbie. For now. Yeah, he's always Robbie, though. Uh, I'm sick. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel very good. That's good. Uh, you're tired. I'm tired. So that's good. It's been a long week. Tuesday. It's pretty early in the week for it to be a long week. It's kind no, of a bummer. Continuing from last Tuesday. Since last Tuesday, yes. It's been a long week. Indeed. As a whole week goes. Yes. As a seven-dayers goes. Seven, classic seven-dayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so this I is, think... This is the day I'm going to die. Today? Yeah, seven days. Tonight. Seven days. we got to prepare. We haven't prepared at all this it's week. It's going to be a blood moon. Yeah, so. that's bad. We gotta lock this place down. At least we're upstairs. At least we got some extra furniture. That's true. And a metal table. That thing's not going anywhere. I mean, not in the game. This one is not very sturdy. <laughs> I will say that. <laughs> the direct crossover might make some of the stuff a little bit more useful than it is in real life. That's true. Um, you ain't wrong about that. Yeah. Mic stands are heavy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so. So. What up? Oh. A little, a little tiny baby burp. Mm-hmm. Adorable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not a whole lot. Been playing a lot more of uh, This Is The Police. Yeah. Been playing more of Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Yeah. Been playing more 
Anything else? Nope. I don't think I have. That was really oh, it. Stellaris. Yeah, we've been playing Stellaris. Been the multiplayer Stellaris. Still. Yeah, still. But other than that, I haven't been able to play a whole lot. Yeah, you've been busy. What about yourself? Um, same. Stellaris. Uh, Yards. Oh, um, mm-hmm. I reinstalled Elder Scrolls Online out of mm-hmm. nowhere. I played that for a few hours. Did they have the new class in yet? Is it was out in June. Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of a bummer. Sure. Um, yeah, which is the Druid. Which looked cool. Yeah. But, yeah, so I'm trying that. Mm-hmm. I made a Night Blade or whatever. Sure. Doing medium armor and two-handed weapons. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Are you enjoying it so far? Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. the same. Yeah. And I've done all the starting zones so many oh. times that I'm kind of like, Forward. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see. I recall that feeling. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. I have... I realized all my characters are in one of the three groups, yeah. um, so I made one that's a different one, oh, okay, and then sure. I'm like, oh, I played through this one, too. <laughs> it was like your beta character. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, well, this is kind of a bust, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It's it's still a fun game, but they did this weird thing where everything is, is balanced to your level all the time. Oh. Huh. It's weird. Does it make leveling easier, then? Sure. I mean... I guess you can't outpace yourself, which you, is good. You can't outpace. And you can skip sections, which is kind of nice. You can skip stuff, but a lot of the main quest chain, you know, there's a story quest chain, yeah. so you have to follow that. Yeah. But I recall, at least with the faction that I was previously, that I don't remember who they were, there were a bunch of, like, bullshit quests that were out near some volcano, and yeah. they were really tedious. The volcano ones, yeah. So, it would be um, nice to be able to skip that. Dark Elf place. <laughs> I'm pretty sure some of one of there was a bunch of quests, but I believe one of those is it's part a of the story, story quest. So yeah. You still have to do it. Correct. So you might as well do everything. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but it's I don't know. It's um it's still a really pretty game. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels slower oh, than okay. it used to that's, as far as like combat. That's unfortunate. So it's kind of a uh, I don't think it is. It just feels that way. Is it because everything is to your level now? Maybe. I mean, it just feels like physically slower. Oh, okay. Like. I'm swinging my sword around. It's like, mm-hmm. bleh, bleh. yeah, it just feels sluggish. Yeah. Hmm. But, um, I don't know. My friend Tony still plays. He's mm-hmm. been playing since release. Jesus. Yeah. On like, PC or console? PC. Okay. And like, um, I log in and he's on. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> like I've come back to that game like three or four times mm-hmm. and he's always on <laughs> whenever I pop in for like two days. Mm-hmm. It's, it's surprising. Interesting. Yeah. But he really likes the PVP. He says sure. it's the best thing. It is pretty neat. Yeah. I never got to partake too much into it, but it was very much like Dark Age of Camelot. There are a bunch of siege weapons that you right. can throw into this huge battleground and do some significant damage. But I only played it a few times. Yeah. I mean, I haven't. Um, I guess, like, it's so min-max now, mm-hmm. since everything is leveled. Like, you either choose at the beginning if you want to go mana or stamina-based. Uh, and then you just charge towards those. You sure. only get stamina abilities, or you only get mana abilities. Interesting. And that's kind of boring. Yeah, to I me. would have figured it would have been a balance of both that would make a more effective character. I guess it's just your your pool, right? Your resource sure. pool. And if you split it, your maybe it's diminishing returns or something. Hmm. Curious. That's just what he said, but sure. that made me not want to play it. Oh, uh, okay. Because it's like, yeah, like I could do some interesting stuff in single player, but if it's always going to be the same. Difficulty level? Then what's the point? Right. There's nothing that's actually changing. Yeah. So, I don't know. Hmm. We'll see. That's unfortunate. Yeah. It's been out for a while. Oh, I take it back. I've also been playing Thimbleweed Park. Oh, you you played it? Yeah. I put about four, five hours into it now. 
It's been my lunch break game oh, at nice. the moment. It's quite enjoyable for an old school uh, point and click adventure game yeah. where you have to use or talk to or push or pull mm-hmm. every object that you come across. It's pretty intuitive, which I was surprised about. Should be. And very comedic. Yeah. Kind of dark and spooky at sometimes. There's actually some spooky. decent scares that they managed to throw in there without it being like a jump scare. Yeah, because it's like you can't do those. Exactly. Yeah. It just sort of pulls you into the game and scares you in that fashion. Sure. There's a lot of really weird characters. Like, there's a lot of mystery that I want to figure out what's going on. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the clown wants. I don't know if he actually does want to throw a pie in somebody's face. But he's a total dick. And all he does is run around cursing all the time. And it's all bleeped out. And it's pretty funny. Sounds like my kind of guy. He's an insult clown. Aren't they all? I suppose. <laughs> but it's quite fun. Uh, the nice thing about it, I think we talked about it last time briefly, is that it's in the Monkey Island vein, so there's no way to fail. Yeah. You can make whatever choices you want to do. Most of the chat options are like direct, weird, sarcastic, or totally bullshit. It's like, how are you doing today? I like bats and their flavor. Perfect. And that would be your answer. Is that baseball or the animal? Not specific. In specific, okay. And then the NPC will respond with something that tags into that line that you chose, and then continue on with the rest of his dialogue. Oh, okay. So it's like a little throwaway line that they have based on your options that you chose. Sure. Plus whatever exposition they need to deliver. Yeah, the required reading. Yes, exactly. But it's quite fun. Uh, I'm enjoying it. The mystery's fun. They do a lot of uh, back and forth between... the hell is it called? Back in TV when they used to like fuzzy the camera, it's like, well, back in my day. Uh, memory go, sequence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there we go. There's a lot of memory sequences. A lot of fade to black type stuff. Yeah, and then you jump back into the past and you get to figure out what happened and why, and that yeah. helps you solve a puzzle later on. Of course really, it does. Blink, blink. And that's about it. Classic point and click adventure. Yeah, that's exactly. cool. Yeah. So, I'm enjoying it. Good. Mm-hmm. Bueno. I just have too many things on the list. I know. Trying to narrow it down. It's, it's hard. Because we got Dawn of War 3 tomorrow. Tomorrow, which is installing now for me. We have Outlast 2. I'm not going to get it. Yeah. I read a... Uh, did you read the review for that? I did not. So, Polygon had a good review for it. They gave okay. it a 7.5. That's below average for them. Um, it seems to be more their average now. Mm-hmm. But um, the guy who reviewed it loved it, basically. Mm-hmm. He said, like... He's just really into being scared. Okay. And he's like, it did that in a lot of ways. He said, he specifically touched on the parts that he thought were tedious and kind yeah. of stupid. Sure. Um, <clears throat> which I don't want to ruin for you. Thanks. But, um... <laughs> Only ruin the good part. Yeah, totally. <laughs> he said there was some really interesting, um, evocative stuff in there. That's really um, good. Specifically regarding, like, religion. Oh. So, I think... And he didn't say in, like, a negative or positive sure. context. He just said, specifically from his personal paradigm, like, he has a um, re- religious past, mm-hmm. but he's not that way now. Sure. So this, like, brought up stuff in him from personally past, yeah. that was, per- you know, personal to him. Interesting. interesting. So... I love games that touch on religion. Yeah. It's one of my things. Most people do. Do they? For better or worse, okay, yeah. Good. I always assume that a lot of people get very... Uh, Sort of cloistered, up and terrified when it comes to religion and yeah. politics and all the stuff that you're not supposed to talk about. Yeah, but it's like, uh, totally, I agree. But it's something that I think elicits a reaction from pretty much everybody. Sure, and that's one of the reactions. I just want most people to have an open mind with whatever dialogue comes in. Yeah, it's unrealistic. It is. Yeah, 
That's my... <laughs> That's your utopian dream? It is. Yeah, it's never going to happen. <laughs> um, so yeah, he, he said it was really good, mm-hmm. and um, he wrote a very interesting review. It was more like... It was very informal, which I thought was... In what sense? It was like... Um, it was just the voice of the article was just different, okay. I guess. It read more like a like an actual review from a person. Yeah, instead of instead of like X Y Z. Yeah, yeah. That's actually quite nice. Yeah, I like it when people do that when they actually put themselves in. But you can tell that they actually experienced the game. Yeah. So, baseline for the game, it takes place um, in like the wilds of Arizona. Okay. And in like a mountainous region of Arizona. Mm-hmm. I don't know where those are, <laughs> but I've been through Arizona. I didn't see any mountains, <laughs> but. Um, it seems it seems like there's there's probably some pretty good set pieces in there, mm-hmm. for sure. I'm hoping so because that article makes me quite hopeful. Yeah, that last one, it was bookended by really good scenes, but the middle was very forgettable. Mm. So based on this review, I'm hoping that it's going to be a lot more uh, poignant from scene to scene. Yeah, hopefully it'll be a nice continuous stream of interesting experiences. Yeah, you're not coming in on your mic at all. That's you, okay. You got to get in there. I'm in there. Okay. It is plugged in, right? Yeah, it's plugged in. Do you have, is it turned? Yeah, it's correct direction. Yeah, I think it's mm. you're just off of it. That's okay. No, we'll figure it out. <clears throat> Not really. No. <laughs> it's gonna be fine. Okay. Fine, just fine. It's a little better. Yeah. So yeah, I'm looking forward to playing that. I'll probably pick it up sometime and start streaming it. That's the hard part, right? It's. Finding that time. Well, plus, you, plus, it's a full price game. I'm pretty sure. No, it's thirty bucks. Or thirty bucks. Thirty bucks on GOG. Yeah, it must be the same on Steam. Probably. Yeah. But you know, if it's on GOG, I'll probably throw something their way. Oh really? I know they don't need my money. Is that how got, it works? They got Witcher money. Sure. But they do have Witcher money. So does Steam. Steam has Steam money. True. <laughs> Good point. Steam has Half Life and Half Life Two money. Yeah. Yeah. Still. And Team Fortress too. <laughs> TFT money for days. <laughs> uh, yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah. Hopefully, since it's a nighttime game, I could pick it up tonight and start streaming. But who knows? Yeah, I don't I don't know. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nobody does. It's really up to you. It is. You hold the keys to your own destiny. What? Yeah, it's your debit card. Mm. Yeah. I was hoping they were more like metaphorical keys. No, it's a literal card. Key card. <laughs> Red card, blue card, yellow card. Thanks, Doom. Yeah. Ruined it for everybody mm-hmm. with your library library type <laughs> requirements. Uh, Perfect. Library. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what else? There's not really a whole lot else coming out right now. Just no, just really. on a war, which we're looking forward to. True. But um, I was looking at the new release stuff on Steam, and mm-hmm. it only thinks I play like Stellaris games now. Sure. So it's As like, do. what about this? What about this? I'm like, these are all the same game, <laughs> for one thing, and they're all bad. Mm. So, no, I don't want these. Nice. Um, but, yeah. It might have been... There's a game... Oh, shit. I saw it on GOG when I was looking over at Outlast. Huh? It's called, like, Spectral Vision or something? Spectral something? Spectrometer? Butt touchers? Something to do with a tool that you scan, and it turns your vision into... Like a bunch of pixels that vary from green to yellow to red in some sort of fashion, some sort of spectrometer. Spectrometer. Yeah, but the name is something spectro. Spectronometer. Possible. Yeah. But 
they're from the same company that did Prison Architect. Oh, I love Prison Architect. And if you pre-order the game, which is like twenty bucks, uh-huh. you get their entire back catalog of everything they made. Yeah. <clears throat> and so I was seriously considering picking that up. I believe that game comes out in like a week. Prison Architect is so good. There you go. Yeah. I'll have to figure out the name and throw it in the show notes. Their other stuff is not as exciting mm-hmm. to me, but yeah. It's just cool when they throw a whole catalog behind That's always nice. Yeah. They're like, if you like this, maybe you'll like our other games, mm-hmm. and maybe you'll buy one in the future. Yeah, exactly. Maybe not. Who knows? A reliable company or a company that people appreciate. A little yeah. goodwill. Yeah. A long way. Yeah. It's worth it for Prison Architect, whatever it is. There you go. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I need to get back to so many games. I know. Neo and I have fucking such... Final Fantasy yeah. and Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. We got those, and then we have Near Automata somewhere. Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to dedicate to that Zero one. Dawn? Yeah. I'm going to be playing that. I got to finish Thimbleweed. I got to play Blackwood Crossing. I got to play Dawn of War. Outlast. Dawn of War. Dawn of War. Totally different game. Not as different as you think. Mm. This is just like a sword fight. But with Dawns. Do they have chains on them? Do they have chains on the Dawns? Yeah, chain Dawn. Like a chain sword? No. Chain Dong, that sounds interesting. Like it's like barbed. Yeah. But mechanical. Yeah. Unpleasant. Sounds like something you could see in a movie, probably. Yeah. Chain Cod piece. Yeah. Yeah. That'd probably be. Seven. Seven, The sequel to Seven, 14. Instead of a blade, it's just chain. Yeah. That movie is so good. It's a good movie. Morgan Freeman. Yeah, Brad Pitt, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, how could you go wrong with that? G Palace. Not in it a lot. Mm-mm. No, pretty important but though. Pretty important. She's in a few things though. Yeah, I get it. I get the reference. If you don't, you should watch the movie. Maybe. If you haven't seen the movie, how have you not now? seen it by now? I don't know. If you haven't seen it by now, you were born in the in the mid to late nineties. And you've done yourself a disservice. Or, and or, mm-hmm. you don't want to watch it. Which is fine. That's not fine. It's fine. No. Nope. Some people don't like that stuff. Why? I'm not one of those people, I can't tell you. <laughs> Good answer. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, other than that, we pretty much just have the Phoenix Point article. Yeah, Phoenix Point, we talked about a while, a while back. We did, when we um, were talking about Long War Two. Right. Is that when that came up? I think so. I feel like, yeah. It could have been even longer ago. So, yeah, so Phoenix Point is um, done by the same developer that did XCOM Armageddon. Yeah, and it's by Julian Gollop, the original creator of XCOM UFO Defense. Yeah, which is the first, very first XCOM game. The OG XCOM. Literally the OG XCOM. So what did you think about this article? I thought it was awesome. The basics is, they're doing Phoenix Point, they have a fig that's coming out today. Today. And hence the interview with the company. Mm-hmm. And what else do we got going on? Um, they're, so the FIG, basically, they're trying to get 500 grand together, mm-hmm. which I thought was a really low number. And they actually explained it in their article ah. um, that they're developing, like, Romania or something like that. Mm-hmm. And development costs there are, like, a third of what they are in the U.S. <laughs> and I'm like, well, why doesn't 
Everyone do that. Sizable savings. Big time. Mm-hmm. Like a third? Yeah. Like, no wonder The Witcher is such a good game. True. They could put, like, a normal budget into Witcher 3 and got three times the uh That's true. Because Andromeda had, what, $40 million? Witcher 3 had $80 million? Yeah. But their money went three times as far. Way further. Wow. It's a pretty interesting thought. Wow. Right? We well, <laughs> I am developer in, in Poland. <laughs> I do... Uh, Focus strictly on eyebrows of NPCs. <laughs> That's me. I do all of them. They're very evocative. Only the male eyebrows. Ooh. Someone else does women brows. Vigorously unplucked. Yeah, vigorously unplucked, which is confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, don't read too far into it. I don't. I tried to, and then I just <laughs> kind of stalked into the void. Mm-hmm. Um, That's kind of what this game's about. It's, it's kind true. of Cthulhu esque. Yeah. So, so to the get back on is rad. Mm-hmm. To get back on topic, mm-hmm. uh, so Phoenix Point is essentially a um, we global warm the shit out of everything. Yeah, and late this, 2020s. yeah, and this alien disease pathogen. or pathogen basically gets into the ocean, takes over all the ocean life, figures out how to make mud skippers. <laughs> it mutates everything. Everything starts evolving. In yeah, and then fashions. basically comes up on land and then starts spreading its pathogen uh, mist, mm-hmm. some purple mist out. And then the only bastions left are, like, sleeper cells in these three high points yeah. um, in the world. Or Yeah. Mm-hmm. And basically, they're all kind of band together because they know they're supposed to, and but they don't have any real leadership or real <laughs> idea of what's going on or if there's other cells out there. Yeah. So we know that there's three because they tell us there's three. Of course. There might be more. Might be. Um, but, yeah, so basically you get a helicopter early in the game and then you have to go scavenge like supermarkets and shit for stuff Mm -hmm. and you end up fighting these like crustacean monsters yeah pretty much and that tends to infect even like cows and other wildlife and create behemoths that just start roaming across the countryside yeah which are like huge like oil rig sized bad guys Mm -hmm. and the combat is supposed to be XCOM style yeah it looks like it but with the uh I, I hesitate to use in the article they say the VATS system from Fallout. Yeah. Because it's easily recognizable. But that's stuff you could do in the original XCOM. It was targeting specific locations of sure. the body, whether it be hands, eyes, head, legs, in order to disable somebody. Or if, if they're using a two handed weapon and you shoot one of their arms and injure it, they can't use that two handed weapon anymore. Yeah. So they have to switch. Totally. And so on and so forth. But part of the Bamos system is really interesting because the creatures are so huge that some of the missions are on the back of those creatures. Yeah, so for the really big ones, they mm-hmm. take place on its back. So you actually have to fly your crew over there and start drilling into the armor plates on the back of this thing mm-hmm. and try to disable it through poison or explosives or whatever while you're battling other creatures that are living on its back. Yeah, like a Cloverfield situation. Yeah, very much so. Um, it, looks, it looks really interesting. I think the character models and the Art design is really, really solid, mm-hmm. especially for me, because it's more of like a realistic... It is. Um, ...proportionate approach. Yeah, it has a 30s vibe to it, too. It's a little Cthulhu-esque. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, just the, um, you know, the the dimensions used in, uh, in the XCOM games, the mm-hmm. newest ones, are ridiculous. Yeah. You know, as well, far as, like, the scale sure, of sure. everything. And I think I like the art style on this because it's more relatable mm-hmm. it's and it looks like a lot of the weapons and stuff that they're using at least the ones that they're showing are derivative of current weapon designs yeah. or straight up current weapon designs which i appreciate <laughs> um, you are the gun after yeah so i'm curious to see not as a, as a bad way to describe it 
I use it endearingly <clears throat> because it's a Fallout 3 perk. It is a perk, that's true. In and, 2 as well. And he's got just a grin on his face. He's like, I'm fucking around with a bunch he of guns. He does right have now. a lot of guns. Um, so it's a, it's, a, it's a compliment. Oh, thanks. But um, yeah, so it looks it looks really cool. They had a whole the whole video for it on Fig is actually showed a lot, mm-hmm. way more than I expected to see. Very much so, um, which makes sense because they're trying to drum up about three hundred thousand dollars worth of con- contributions from people. Sure, like legit. Um, that's how much you can buy. That's the market share they're offering three hundred thousand. I think the minimum buy in is five. Mm-hmm. Um, so we should, I guess, do that. Five dollar. Five thousand. Five thousand. Yeah, Yikes. it's actually for the Fig thing. There's a. You can do your normal, like, I give you this much, I get a copy of the game stuff. Mm-hmm. Or, you, you know, there's the ownership. actual investment portion yeah. of it. Which is pretty rad. To really cool. Fair. Like, they're keeping a 40% ownership themselves, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. But they're still allowing 60% of the game to be owned by the players. And yeah. The around, which, which is very nice. Which is nuts. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, I gotta think, right now, with, like, how... Um, selective fig is with things like you got to make money on these investments. I would hope so. Like I, they don't. It's not big enough to not because they've done like Wasteland Three, sure. That Jay and Silent Bob game, which yeah. I'm sure will make a ton of money. I hope so. Um, this, which looks very promising, it looks really good. And um, one other big one that I remember being like, oh whoa, this is through fig or whatever. I don't know what it was. Hmm. Hmm. I don't recall. Was but yeah, it torment. I don't know. Numenera? No, it wasn't Num Nums, because that was legit through Kickstarter. Okay. But, um, yeah, the game looks awesome. It does. And, I mean, it seems like they're probably going to slam this thing out pretty fast. Based on what we've seen through the videos, they clearly have their engine, like, ready to go. Oh, yeah. They've got a lot of stuff that's at least prepared. Mm-hmm. A lot of models and rendering and how action's supposed to work. So, I'm hoping, based on that, plus the previous experience with you know XCOM UFO defense etc etc they probably have a strong idea of what they need to do when and have a good timetable for it yeah so ideally pretty quick yeah it looks really good yeah I mean I wouldn't expect to see it this year oh I wish maybe next year probably next year hopefully next year the map looks really cool like everything looked really good Mm -hmm. Like, just how, how the interface worked and all that kind of shit. And um, I'm, I'm really curious about classes and leveling and, like, how you get better people or more people or yeah. what you do. They showed some of the customization on the units and stuff, and mm-hmm. it was really flavorful and interesting. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it just looks gritty and, and fun. And also, like, the enemies adapt based on how well you do against them. There you go. Which I think is really cool. Um, so, like, for example, if you somehow make melee guys, I don't know if that's a thing, <laughs> and you start mulching people in melee, they're going to send more and develop their base troops to be more melee-focused. Yeah. So, there might even be potential to, like, bait them sure. tactics-wise, mm-hmm. which would be, I think, really interesting. It would be a pretty cool counterplay. Yeah, and a, lot, a lot of the concept art was really neat. Yes. They showed, like, three different versions of, um, like, a starter. There's, like, a brawler a gunman, and then, like, a shielded gunman. Sure. And the shielded gunman... So, basically, they merge the gun into their, like, hand, so mm-hmm. it's, like, a bio-organic thing, like, <laughs> like, Doom or whatever. And then the shielded thing, he basically, half of his body, like, turned into a giant piece of, like... It was like a shield, like, he was holding it, but yeah. it was just that half of his body. <laughs> I 
And I'm like, okay. And his head was like behind it. I'm like, oh, neat. That's really bizarre. Yeah. The concept art was really cool. Mm-hmm. I looked through all of their stuff and it was really nice. interesting. Um, but yeah. That's pretty neat. It looks rad. <laughs> so we'll see. Hopefully soon. Yeah. I'm hoping that they fund it really quickly. And so they yeah. just start going full steam ahead and just are quite confident in what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, I assume they can make the game without the funding. I hope so. Um, I mean, the fact that they came out with such like an attainable number. Yeah. I think says a lot. Yeah, it does. Um, about what they're willing to do. And also, Fig doesn't take more money. Once they, yeah, once they get their mount, they, they cap, as far as I know. Um, probably for investment, probably not for... for totally for investment, yeah. Sales is probably continuous until it ends. I, I think imagine. so. But I yeah. I don't think they'd ever want to stop a pre-order. Mm, I know they have. Because like when I was trying to get Wasteland 3, mm-hmm. I couldn't pre-order it through Fig mm. after a certain point. So... Was it after the campaign ended, or was it after they hit their goal? I don't remember. It's been a while. Sure. But, I'd be curious to check into that. Yeah. I read a, a bunch of stuff on their site, and it gets very confusing. When you look <laughs> into, like, the investment thing, Yeah, there's a lot going on there. You need, like, a certain number, like a code, to prove that you're, like, a real person who mm-hmm. invests money in things. Like a social security number? No. <laughs> nothing that easy. <laughs> something more. Something that requires effort. Ooh. Luckily us, you know, we just get social security numbers when we're born. Lucky us. Uh, so, you know, for that money, we're not going to get. Sure. Yay. Hooray. Our taxes are for not. Yeah. For well, they're, for, they're not for us, that's for sure. Not anymore. Yeah. Not after last time. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Hmm. Yeah. Um, pretty much it. Pretty much. It's a short one today. Yeah. Did have a question, though. Oh. How did you guys like our new intro song? Oh, man. So last week we had Unsolved Mysteries. So funny. I thought it was hilarious, although I may have been delirious when I was putting it together. I you thought were. it was one of the greatest things ever. It's funny. Every time I listen to it, I chuckle. I do too. Yeah. And that's just weird, because I tend not like listening to my own voice. Yeah, it's terrible. It is. I don't know how you do it. But I did like my Unsolved Mysteries guy voice. It, it was pretty good. It was seamless. Like, yeah. it didn't sound out of place, mm-hmm. which was like... Impressive. It's surprising. Yeah. It was all one shot. Editing one shot. I know. Recording one shot. I was like, all right, it's meant to be. Done. Amazing. Dropped it. (laughs) Hopefully there'll be something new this week. There was a file that I really wanted to use, and I can't remember what it was. But it was from something else, accordingly. Sure. So, hopefully I'll figure that back out. Maybe it was Legends of the Hidden Temple or something. Wow. Who knows? Jeez. Yeah, right? Something unusual. Yeah. Is that your jam now? I don't know. Oh, Maybe we'll just start throwing a new one out each week. It's a lot of extra work. Yeah. So. It might be worth it, though. Maybe. Maybe you could do the Stoneface voice. Omac? Yeah. I don't remember his voice. Well, I think YouTube will remember it for us. It's true. I remember that guy who moved around too much that was the host. <laughs> He'd always, like, pivot. He'd, like, reset his legs all the time. It made me really uncomfortable, even as a child. Which is weird. What team did you always want to be on? Um, Silver Monkeys, I think. Not the Blue Barracudas? That alliteration is fucked. Uh, the purple Parrots? No, fuck no. Not Ooh. Purple Parrots. Purple Parrots never made it across the moat. <laughs> <laughs> Those kids, like, seriously. They... Oh, I remember what it was. Okay. I'll tell it to you off there. Okay. It's a secret. <laughs> It'll be playing before <laughs> they get to this part. <laughs> oh. Well, that's not... You're not even... That's not even... A, everyone knows that. Good. 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 Great. They would have already heard it, like you said. Yeah. 
lots of jokes on us. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, send us your info on uh, whether or not you like the original intro. Yeah. Or you like us changing it up. ASL. Or, or ASL. Or if, <laughs> <laughs> or if you just really like the Unsolved Mysteries one like we do. It's great. Who knows? We might... I don't know. Just try not to do one that we'll get sued for, but chances are we won't get sued anyway. That's true. Worst case scenario, we get a cease and desist, and that'd probably be... That'd be cool, actually. <laughs> that'd be really cool. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be one of the coolest things that could happen this to us. This is the first thing I've ever gotten. Yeah. Woo. Yay. <laughs> it's all that free merch that we get. Yeah, right. Which is now. From everything. Yeah. If you guys want us to plug anything for you, send, send, us, your us, send us your shit. <laughs> we will absolutely plug it. We'll plug the shit out of it. <laughs> Just not your literal shit. No, don't send us a turd in a box. <laughs> Although, like, that would be kind of funny too. Kudos, yeah, right. But I'm pretty sure that's technically a federal crime. Poop in a box? What? Yeah. Why? Because it's like, um, it's like a biohazard or whatever. Is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Formerly living matter. Yeah. What if it was vacuum sealed? I mean, who vacuum sealed it? A vacuum sealer. There's no. There, I'm sure there's some kind of certification for transporting biological waste. I don't know. No, I know 100% that there is. That's like a whole industry. What if you're on a plane uh-huh. traveling to a location with an animal? Yeah. And it poops. That's going to happen. Bo- yeah, in the box that you bring it in. You Are can't you put an animal in a box. Sure you can. You mean like in the like storage? Carrier, yeah. Sure. Then you're technically transporting. That's incidental. Is it? Does the law really care? Yes. <laughs> I think so what it if does. you had a nibbler? Dark matter poo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what about that? What about uh, dark matter poo? I mean, that's kind of like a far-flung scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they all have spaceships. Sure. So they don't really seem to care. Mm. The dark matter poo would crash an airplane. There you go. Because it's too heavy. That's pretty hazardous. I mean, how does his? how is it not heavy when it's in him? Magic. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. That's what we're dealing with. Yeah. That high-level <laughs> science that's basically magic. <laughs> would you need to cork him? You can just talk to him. He talks. He's a sentient creature. He is. You'd be like, he wears a diaper. He don't. Control. Well, he could. Can he? I think so. He has a very dignified voice. He does. For when it's translated or when he speaks in. When time. he speaks in English, yeah. yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Philosophical discussions aside. <laughs> About poop, nibbler poo, and otherwise. <laughs> I think that does it for us today. Yeah. Um. Oh, I got a haircut. No one can see that, but... The audience says it looks fantastic. Thank you. It's so sweet. Um, <laughs> you did good, audience. Yeah. You, <laughs> you should have seen Sean's wiggle right there. It was a little wiggle. He was very... He almost like two fingers to his mouth. And <laughs> yeah. That was kind of his scenario. It was like that shark... Uh, shark made The shark or whatever. The one that says Baka all the time, and they give it anime eyes. What? And it gets like, it's like, oh, I didn't want you to notice me anyway. Oh. It's like that whole anime thing. It's yeah, hilarious. That stick. Mm. I understand that last stick. It's so, it, it's right. so funny. Because it's a shark. Sure. That's he just wants to be loved. That was the pretty much what they're saying, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sharks are great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Legend of Things. Um, check us out on our website, thelegendofthings.com, mm-hmm. Facebook. Uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, Twitch. Yeah, look for some Outlast and some Dawn of War 3 maybe. Yeah, some Dawn of War 3. I don't know how to Twitch stuff. It's easy. Ugh. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. Now that I have two monitors, it's more That's appealing. That's what you need. Yeah. If you don't have two, it's fucking annoying. Yeah, so maybe, maybe. There you go. It's just installing a thing and setting up some things and uh, connecting to a thing, and uh-huh. you're good. Oh, good. That's it. Sounds easy. It is. Yeah. All right. Um, everyone have a good rest of the week. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Legend of Things. Check us out online at thelegendofthings.com. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash forward slash legend of things and for the love of all that is good and holy subscribe on itunes and leave us a review until next time this has been the legend of things things